integrity, control, being a bully, lies, deception, it's all there. We want to buy into the words and we want to deliver words that people want to hear. But the truth is found in the sound. Today, I'm going to share two experiences with you where I listened to the words and I bought into the words and I got massively burned. It's all there in the sound for you as the seller and you as the buyer. I think you're going to like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you with me today as always. And I've got a great episode for you. Today, I'm going to be talking about words versus sound. And this is an episode where I'm really calling out mistakes that I made based on focusing on words, not sound. This is a really important episode for a lot of reasons. And I've thought about doing this episode for a while. And I really had to come to an understanding of the benefit and the value for you because I don't want this episode in any way to be taken out of context. And there's a whole lot of ways this episode could be taken out of context, primarily in the, in the realm of I'm throwing people under the bus or I'm complaining because that's not the case at all. I want to share these stories with you today because I want you to see what I'm talking about in relation to putting all the eggs in the basket of the words versus the sound. Real quickly, I want to let you know, last voice experience of the year, my free training where I do hot seat coaching, it's really a cool experience. I teach you how to create an experience. That is December 8th. You can go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash VE masterclass. I would love for you to join me. I continue to see voice being even more important year after year after year. And I don't just say that because it's my work. I say it because that's what the data shows me. Most recently, you've heard me say this, Warren Buffett came out and said, the most surefire way to guarantee you make more money is to work on your voice. So today I'm going to touch on. So I want you to join me. I'd love for you to join me. I really want to show you how to create this experience. This experience is how I've created a massive referral business, multiple 
six-figure business with very little ad spend. It's all been through this voice experience that I create for people. And, and I want to talk about experience today, but I want to talk about an experience that is created off of words from the perspective of you, the buyer, who is totally buying into the words that people are telling you, and for you, the seller, who may be relying on words, but you aren't delivering the words that you tell people. And I think that there is potentially bad advice out in the world. And I think that there are definitely bad people in the world. And I'm not, I'm not even criticizing bad coaches, bad people. I think it's just a fact. There are people that teach methodologies that are not lined up with integrity. There are people that take actions that are not lined up with integrity. And I think we all know that. And that's what I want to talk about today in relation to two experiences where I was significantly financially burned. And I'm not even going to name names. I'm not going to tell you who these people were. There is a part of me that wants to warn you But there is also, I'm just not going to go there. Because that's not the intention of this episode is for me to say, look out for so-and-so. They will take you to the cleaners. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm really calling myself out in this episode. And at the end of the day, I am still human. And I tell people all the time, they'll ask me, things about how I do certain things. And I will say, I walk my talk every day. I try to walk my talk every day. Everything I have created here, researched here, is based on stumbling blocks that I have had over my lifetime. And many of the things that I teach, I created a methodology, a a system, a technique around. But I don't do it flawlessly every day. And I think a big part of that is, you know, we all have stuff to work on. And one of my biggest challenges is I give the benefit of the doubt way too often. I can find, if there are 99 challenges within a person and one really good thing, I am going to focus on the really good thing. Because I'm going to use that nugget as a springboard to believe that that person is capable of creating their best. Is that a remnant from people pleasing? I don't know. I've just always been that way. I've always been able to find the good nugget. Maybe it's because I hear the seventh layer. I hear the heart. I hear the good nugget. And there can be all these bad things that I hear, but I always glean the good nugget and want to believe in the best. I want to believe that people are not going to screw me over. I want to believe that people have honesty and integrity and great intentions. And the truth of the matter is that it's just not true. And here's the real calling out. I can hear it. I can hear when I'm being manipulated. I can hear when I'm being lied to. I can hear when I'm being bullied. I can hear when it is not 
going to go the way I think it is. I can hear resistance. I can hear, I can hear it all. My poor child, you know, it's like, can you imagine me being your mother? And occasionally, I don't listen to that. I don't want to hear it. I know it. And I look the other way because I want to believe the words over the sounds that I hear. And so I listen to the words. And I'm going to tell you, every single time I do it, I get burned. Now, as a provider who is doing the tactics that I'm going to talk about today, yeah, maybe you make a lot of money. I dumped a lot of money. I I just lost a ton of money. But what does it really cost you? Well, it really costs you a referral business. It really costs you your soul. It really costs you your integrity. It really costs you how do you live with yourself? How do you build a business when you are consistently not delivering what you say you're delivering? Maybe you want to believe the words that you're saying. Maybe you wish that you could deliver what you're saying. Maybe you've been trained to do that and don't worry about it. It doesn't matter anyway. Take the money and run. Take the money and do a bait and switch. But it will ultimately cost you in not effortlessly creating an incredible experience that clients want to stay around for. You're not going to build a referral business this way. You're going to have to constantly hustle. You're going to have to constantly prove. You're going to have to maybe even potentially lie. Because what you're putting out into the world is a one and done. Because people aren't coming back. And something I see in the, especially in the coaching industry, I see a lot of people have been burned. And it's one thing, well, I was going to say something that, I, well, this is what I was going to say. It's one thing to be burned over $50 and it's another thing to be burned over 17000 but it, nobody should be getting burned over anything. What is the experience you want to create for your people? Are you using words you can't deliver? Are you buying into words that people are saying and completely overriding what you hear in their voice because you want to believe what they tell you in words? Well, that's what I've done two times in the past six months. And it has cost me multiple, multiple thousands of dollars and I am sick over it. And that is why I want to share this episode with you. Now, you can continue as as Top Gun said, you know, Maverick said in Top Gun 1, write checks that your, well, he didn't say it, but I think they said this to him, write body, write checks your body can't cash. That's what you're doing if you are out of alignment with what you are saying you are delivering and you're not delivering it. And this includes perception, reception. You think you're doing it, but you're not. So let's talk about these experiences. And two of them are, are they're, very, they're different. But in both of them, I bought into the words. And the words failed me. You could, I'm going to give one more disclaimer. You could easily 
We could easily go down the track of, well, this was your lesson. Well, this is a mirror of what you're doing, Tracy. We could go down all these avenues around these two stories and scenarios that I'm going to give you today. And trust me, I already have. I have sat and reflected for months on what is the lesson for me? What did I draw in? What do I need to learn? How did this happen? And there's always a lesson. But I don't know that there's always a mirror image. A lot of people teach, well, if those people are coming to you, then you're doing that to other people. And I have checked every corner of every ounce of every space, and that is not the case in these instances, but there are definitely lessons for me. One of which is, here's the mirror image, walk your talk. Do not ever override things that you hear in people's voices because you want to believe their words. Don't ever do it again, especially when there's big money on on the line. And one of these people, there were two programs that I bought from her. The first one, and well, let me just back up a second. Here's the terrifying part. This was all recommended to me. And immediately I thought, uh, I mean, I immediately, I, I had some questions in, my, in what I was hearing. But I wanted what this person was selling. I wanted to believe it was true. It could happen. And so I bought the first program, which is a year-long program, And I want you to know it was a five-figure investment. No, it was a four-figure investment, high four-figure investment. At month three of 12, maybe month four, I caught it at month five, but I know it was already done by month four, probably. Everything was gone. No communication with the seller, what the program was. And I'm trying to be really careful because, like I said, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Was a a program where connections were you, you met you. It was basically a connection program. I do really well with connections, and that I have a lot of referrals. And so it was kind of a referral business, but it was bigger than that. There was more to it. The referrals stopped coming. Month two. All the other parts of the program disappeared. No Zoom calls, no group meetings, no nothing. Gone. So here we are at month six. Three more months of no referrals, no connections, no nothing. Nothing that I bought. Gone. But at the beginning of this program, the particular seller also did a bait and switch, wanted to sell me on an event, do an event. We'll manage your event. We're going to do all these things. We're going to do this, 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 15 things. All of it done in five days. This We're going to do the whole thing. None of it done. None of it. And that was five figures. And the sellers just disappeared. 
And in the second offer, I really knew what was happening. I was being bullied massively. I was being lied to. I was being bullied. I was being pressured. And I knew it. I knew it. And that's what makes me the sickest with myself is I could hear it. I knew it. I was getting five messages a day. I was getting five voicemails a day. I was I was having my ego stroke. It was, I knew exactly what was happening. And I did it anyway. So there's no one to blame but myself. And I own that. But what a tragedy that someone is doing that. Not one thing was completed. the way that it was sold to me or at all. And now here I am with this multiple five-figure, multiple five-figure loss because I trusted words. I trusted words and that was the whole thing. It was all about the words. The words and the words were lies and I should have listened to the, the woman's voice. Now, that is one of the incidences. I was repeatedly promised things that were not delivered. I was repeatedly told what I would get. I would, was repeatedly told how much money I would make. I, was, I mean, the level of scam on this deal is probably, uh, there, there's probably going to be some pretty significant action I am going to take because... This is pretty bad. Then let me tell you about the the next one. And this is one where a scenario where someone has in their core values things that are not being revealed. And one of, so so let me not be as cryptic. I'm trying to be cryptic. I I know I can't, I can only be so cryptic. Communication, top core value, top three core value. Great. I am all about that. That is what I do for a living. I teach people how to communicate. I teach people how to use their voice. There was someone that worked for me. And this was not a, this was not a, I heard it in her voice. This was not at all. I mean, I liked this person a lot. But very, very early on, I started seeing signs And I was buying into the words. I wasn't hearing negative in the voice. I was just buying into words. And this is where it gets to be a really slippery slope because I was ignoring different things this time. I wasn't I wasn't hearing red flags and voices this time. I was seeing red flags and words. At times. And that's the that's where So let me back up. So number number top 3 core values communication. And I'm thinking great. So I would ask for something And then I wouldn't get communication back on what was being done. 
And so I was consistently having to reach out to find out what was done. Okay, that's not excellent communication. That's not top three core value communication. Then there was actions being taken that weren't being communicated with me. So I'm believing, again, this is that benefit of the doubt, I'm believing the words. Listen, my my core value is communication. Okay, I'm buying into the words. I'm believing the words. Given the benefit of the doubt. Culminating factor of this whole thing, this person is no longer with me, was, it was a buildup. And of course, I'm communicating. I'm saying, hey, could you let me know when things are updated so I'm not chasing them down? Hey, could you let me know when the updates on things? Could you let me know what you're focusing on? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm believing that. I shouldn't have believed those words. Just like in the first one, shouldn't have believed the words. I had vocal cues in the first scenario, not in the second until towards the end. And I'm getting to that. So I had this person, I hired this person to work on a very set of strategic projects. And I'm noticing that they're not being done. And I'm questioning and I'm getting responses back and I'm believing in the words and I'm not seeing loops closed. And months are going by and I'm spending a lot of money. So we get to a point where I'm about to take action on a project And this person informs me that, well, I'm about to cancel a project that she's working on. And she said, no, 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 no. We just have a few hours left. Can we finish it? And I said, okay. Thinking a few hours is two hours. And I get a bill for 40 more hours. So I know this is a little bit cryptic. The timeline is... I'm, I'm asking for updates. I'm not getting them or I'm getting them and they're not actually accurate, but I'm believing the words. I'm keeping an eye on things. I'm not a micromanager. I'm not hearing any red flags vocally, but I'm, I've got a few questions in my mind because things aren't lining up. I don't see things being executed. I don't see loops being closed. I don't see people circling back to me on projects that they were hired for. And you could easily say, well, that's all on you, Tracy. And you're right, it is all on me. But the point of this episode is about words and trusting the words and paying attention to the words, paying attention to what you hear vocally. We need to look at both. In this second story, I should have been looking closer at the words because I wasn't getting vocal cues until the end, until towards the end. So I have this scenario. I'm, I'm put this whole thing on hold. No, 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 no. Don't, don't put this on hold. We've only got a few hours left. Let us finish. Okay, that's fine. And then I get a bill for 40 more hours when I'm thinking I'm going to get a bill for two more hours. And I said, okay, this is what needs to happen for this next project. I'm rolling out this new project. And I'm told in a meeting, oh, you can't ever log into your new system. Only one person gets to log in at a time. 
and I'm in it. I'm working in it. Now, I could have easily said, well, that's not true. I'm going to log into whatever I'm going to log into because it's my business. And I did. But here's the point. There was underlying control that I had ignored. It had been there vocally. And I had ignored it. I had ignored it on purpose because I liked this person. And so the the voice sounds I wanted to hear, I heard. I refused to hear what I didn't want to hear. And there it was months later, and I knew it. I had heard it the day I met her. And I said, I have spent thousands at this point. I can't have a program that I can't log into. I need to see updates. I need to see numbers. I need to see, I need to know who's enrolling in this. I'm going to tell you all those response. I'm going to tell, I'm going to update you every day. And I stood back and I thought, okay, let me watch this. And not an update came in. No circles were, no loops were closed. Because this person was busy hiring, taking on more business. And I said, I'm not using that program. I'm doing it this way. And it was as if a switch was flipped and a monster was allowed, a garage door came up and a monster was allowed out. Condescension, passive aggressiveness. I'm stunned at the way I was treated and spoken to, honestly, as a leader, as a boss. And it all boiled down to control. I took the control away. And there was such a fine line in control and being a take charge person. And I refused to see it. And it was there. And the words this time became my clue because I wanted to believe the words and then the the words couldn't be validated. And I, I know this might be a very confusing episode, but I should have listened harder. I should have, well, I don't know if I needed to listen harder, but I should have been willing to accept what I heard. And that's really what happened in the first episode, in the, in the first uh, situation. I should have been willing to accept what I heard. But I wanted to buy into the words. And in the second round, I wanted to buy into the words. And both the actions showed me otherwise. And then I was forced to accept the sounds that I knew were there all along. So the words can always fail you. The voice never will. Neither voice failed me when I look really deep. 
it was my willingness to accept or reject that failed me. And so I say this to you as a buyer and as a seller. What are you refusing to hear in your, in your seller's voice? Because it's there. And if you refuse to hear it, you will get burned. And what are you putting out as a seller? What are they hearing? Is there something they're hearing in your voice that they are rejecting? Look at why. And if we look at why, it might be that there's a hesitation in your voice that you shouldn't have there, but they're deciding that you don't know what you're talking about or you're not telling the truth or whatever it is, or it could actually be a sound that represents that. And then I'm going to suggest reflecting back, why do you feel the need to do that? What is not enough in you where you have to gloss over? Because that's exactly what's happening. And that was exactly what was happening in both of these situations that I told you about today. There's a very fine line between a whole lot of things. There was a fine line in story two between control and being really excellent at getting things done. In the first story, there was a very fine line between what I want to believe I can do and what I will actually do. Integrity, control, communication, it is all there in the voice, all of it. It is up to us to deliver the truth and it is up to us to listen for it as well. But these are the lessons. These are the lessons. And that's the power of the voice experience, I think. You know what you get here. You know what you get here. You know what you get everywhere else. But is it what you really want? Is it what your buyer really wants? That becomes the question. I want you to listen deeper and I want you to speak clearer from the place of sounds that represent the truth because that's what's going to grow your business and that's what's going to save you from getting burned. I think that's important. So I hope this episode was helpful. That was the intention, not to throw anybody under the bus but to show you that even I am human. We're all human. What are we striving for? What are we striving for? Becomes the question. All right, so that's it for today. I hope to see you in the voice experience on December 8th, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 